Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Joe Garcia, and I'm going to be talking with our good friend here, Paul Garcia of Project Spurs. We're going to be talking about DeMar DeRozan's 2020 NBA All-Star snub. Uh, so let's get right to it, Paul. DeMar DeRozan's having a great season for the San Antonio Spurs. He's having an NBA caliber season for the Spurs. Unfortunately, the Spurs have kind of been a little lackluster this season. So I don't know, maybe mm -hmm. that was a contributing factor as far as their record, how consistent they've been throughout the season. But I got to tell you, DeMar DeRozan has been one of the most consistent Spurs throughout the season. And as of late, in the absence of LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan's uh, points per game have actually gone up. So he's he's been stellar the last couple games in the absence of LaMarcus. Uh, I know he kind of made a push right there, especially, you know, with the NBA All-Star game right around the corner. But unfortunately, it just didn't seem like whatever he did was good enough to satisfy the coaches. You know, the, you had other people getting into the Western Conference reserves. Namely, my big issue was Chris Paul. If I look at on the mm. I look on paper and I look at the stats, Chris Paul has had a not so so much of a a good season as of as DeMar DeRozan has had. Stats wise, as far as points per you know per game go, uh, Nikola Jokic was another one. Nikola Jokic, the Joker, yes, he's a big defender. He can get up there on the court. He's great, you know, uh, with the with the ball as far as passing goes as well. He can shoot the three. Again, you know, his points per game were a little bit lower than DeMar DeRozan. So, go ahead and shed some light on this. I mean, we're confused. We're 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 a little bit disappointed. Why didn't DeMar mm -hmm. get in? Yeah, I think the I think for one, I think the expectations had to be tampered out a little bit, just like kind of expecting it. I think the hardest thing for for Spurs fans and even for us in media is, you know, expecting a Spur to get in. This is the first time I think it, it's happened since 1997. So we kind of just expect, even even if Timmy's not here, Tony's not here, Manu, even Kawhi, you know, leaving, uh, it's expected that, that a Spur would be there. But DeRozan's not, um, and it's again, it's because par partially. Uh, it's the team's play. A lot of it. It's, it's that's the fact that the Spurs really haven't made a lot of ground, and a lot of gains. Uh, they've kind of been stuck out of the playoff bubble for the majority of the season. I know that what really hurt him back back in November was that eight-game losing streak. That that obviously is a huge um, hit on the Spurs' record. And then you know even after they started playing better basketball in December, in January they struggled again, where they where they where they finished the month seven and eight. And you know DeRozan's playing really well. Um, it, he's doing he's for for um, basketball like Statner he's he's like a really really efficient player where he's really changed his game to shooting mainly only at the free throw line and only in the paint he's obviously creating with his assisting uh, and, and getting people open he doesn't shoot the three we know that but but still at least he's not taking it since he can't shoot it uh, and he's kind of gone away a little bit from the mid range he only goes to the mid range jumper if he absolutely needs to in a possession but you know his knock is def defense and that's kind of what happened is like the Spurs are still in the twenties defensively they, they've made no gains there uh, and you know it's not only his fault on defense obviously you know he has Brent Forbes out there next to him and then he'll, he'll have Marco Bellinelli and just some other players too uh, out on defense but the Spurs just haven't made any ground and, and I'm actually not opposed to Chris Paul I think the, the for, for me the person that that I have an issue with. A little bit. I mean, honestly, uh, Joe, I, I can't fault who they who the coaches picked. Um, 
you know, as far as it's because it's the guards. I just, I'm just me as a basketball fan. I'm never going to be a proponent of giving somebody who's on a losing team an all star, an all star bid. So I really don't feel like it's fair, like that Brandon Ingram got in because I, I know that he's put up some really good stats as well. But I, the Pelicans, you know, aren't aren't a winning team right now. Uh, whereas everybody else that that got picked, they're all on playoff teams, and and that's why I'm I'm okay with them, except Lillard. But you know, Lillard too. I think there's that that media um, landscape of like kind of looking at him as like an MVP type player because that's what that, that's the kind of player he's been for the last few seasons. So maybe he still has like um, that kind of respect amongst like journalists or even fans, and uh, that's why they they you know maybe they still see as him as one of those elite players. But I mean, the the Blazers are worse than the Spurs. So really, I can't fault the voters for for putting not for not putting DeRozan in because. And he's on a losing team, but then there's some players I can't. I, I do have some issues with. One stat that I look at though is as what is your your um your 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 net rating when you're on the floor? And according to cleaning the glass, I mean, out of the guys that got in ahead of DeRozan, everybody was really good. Lillard plus 12.4 when he's on the floor. The Blazers, Donovan Mitchell, Jazzer plus 5.1, Chris Paul. The the Thunder are a plus thirteen point three points per one hundred. Even Russell Westbrook, so Russell Westbrook's the 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 you know the the one with the negative rating minus one point six points per one hundred. Here's the problem for the Spurs though, for DeRozan, when he's out on the floor, the Spurs are a minus nine point three points per one hundred possessions. And again, his offense is really good. He does so much good for the offense, but. But his defense when he's out there and just the fact that his teammates, too, aren't, aren't helping him in that, in that matter make it look like when he's out on the floor, they're losing their minutes. And we've seen that a lot. Uh, the starters have fixed their problem of kind of falling behind early. But for a good two or three months of the season, we knew that every every single game, the starters fall behind by 10, and then here comes the bench, and they have to bail them out. And so that's going to take a hit on both um, DeRozan and LaMarcus as the team leaders, the fact that they, that, that they have these minus-type um, numbers when they're out on the floor. Yeah, you had brought up an interesting uh, stat there, you know, when DeMar DeRozan's not on the court, you know, the Spurs are over they're they're over, they're eight points worse per 100 possessions when he's not there, which means, you know, when he's out there on the court, he to me, he's been the MVP for the Spurs this season. You know, if he wasn't for DeMar DeRozan out there, uh, this team could have an even worse record. Maybe they won't even win the 2021 20, or 23 games that they they have right now, you know, so. He's been a consistent mm -hmm. player. He's been one of these guys who's really performed at a high level all season long, you know, even more so than one LaMarcus Aldridge, who's been a little bit inconsistent and sometimes goes MIA uh, during big games. But I think that has to do more with matchups than anything. But getting back to the subject of DeMar DeRozan and, and this snub, the only silver lining that I can get, go away with, should I say, from the whole thing is at least he's going to get rest. You know, DeMar DeRozan, mm -hmm. and you probably have the stats there in front of you. He's been one of the Spurs who's played the most minutes this season. I mean, he's been mm -hmm. out there 30-plus minutes sometimes, you know, playing a whole the whole game, really getting out for, for any rest. And, and it takes, you know, that wear and tear on your body. So I'm glad that at least, you know, he gets rest. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm disappointed and I'm sad that we're not going to have an, a, a spur in the NBA All-Star game which has gone back all the way to 1997, which is the last year that we didn't have a spur in the NBA All-Star Game. So this 23-year tradition that we have is all but broken now. So that mm -hmm. that's broken, but hey, at least, you know what, the, the team is going to get much-needed rest. I know that I'm going to be still watching the festivities, you know, that are, that are going to unfold on TV. You know, I know that you're probably going to take them in as well. But, you know, it's one of these things that happens, you know, I wish that maybe Lonnie could have gotten in, you know, maybe he would have gotten in maybe to compete in the, uh, the, 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 
slam dunk contest, you know, but Oh yeah, that would have been fun, yeah. That would have been fun, you know. Not that he deserves to be in the the big game by any means, but at mm -hmm. least, you know, it would have been fun to see him maybe in the Rising Stars or maybe in the, you know, the the slam dunk contest, you know. That would have been exciting to see. I mean, what are your thoughts on on Lonnie maybe getting into one of those things? Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't think, have they ever, have they announced who's actually going to participate in those events? Cause I, I mean, I, I, I mean, it'd be cool. Yet. Like you said, I don't think they have officially. Yeah, you're right. Cause we cause like today we just barely got word that, uh, Aaron Gordon yeah. was going to participate in the dunk contest. So I, I would be really happy to see him in the, uh, in the dunk contest. That would be really fun to see what Lonnie can do out there. Uh, we've, we've obviously seen him do some, some spectacular dunks out in the, out in the open court with the Spurs this season. Uh, so I would really be, be amped up for that because, you know, for me, the dunk contest, the, the, the three point shootout, the skills challenge on that Saturday night, I really don't watch those anymore. They're just not ex as exciting for me. But if it's somebody, a player that I'm more familiar with, like Lonnie, because I watch all his games and I, I know the potential he has to get up there uh, and, and do some extraordinary dunks, I would actually be really excited. And now, you know, I'd make sure to watch on, on All Star Saturday night uh, if he did participate. So, uh, so I'm really cool with that. I wanted to go back real quick to the snubs. I think one team who should be kind of upset here is is the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, I know they have a lot of young guys, but I mean, for them to be a playoff team right now and not get an All Star, I think that's where that's where, that's a fan base that I would be. I, I that's would be sacrilege right now because they've been playing at a high level. They've gone on a little skid, you know, recently, mm -hmm. but they were still playing at a high level. And they're a young team. They're exciting to watch. And I think yeah. they've done a great job with the pieces that they have. They're they're in a rebuilding year. You know, they were in a rebuilding year. Now that they have these young athletic players out there, they've looked great. So I'm with you on that one, man. Yeah, and it's just it's more of the thing – where like a lot of a lot of times the NBA, um, especially in the Western Conference, they don't like to put a rookie in the All Star game. It's very rare that even even like somebody like Luka Doncic didn't get selected as an All Star last year in year one. And um, but I mean, yeah, so that's why I think that it's tough for them to either put John Moran or or Jaron Jackson Jr. in the All Star game. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of just where my thoughts are. Right? I mean, I, I'm actually excited to look at to to watch the All Star game this year because of the, those new rules that just came out today, where they're gonna kind of change up the way they score the quarters for the first three, and then and then whatever teams you know wherever the teams lie. Uh, lie at the end they're going to make it whoever gets 24 points first that's going to be a little uh, a little interesting yeah let me name some other snubs that that didn't get you know into the reserves at all bradley mm -hmm. bill zach levine jalen brown of course we already went over demar Derozan. but what about mm -hmm. devin booker man this kid always oh, seems yeah. to ball yeah. out but he never you well, know really seems to get in yeah. there yeah and see, like for I could I could totally understand. So, so there was a um, Sham Sharani just put out a, a tweet um, a while ago, right before you and I started recording this, this where um, the Phoenix GM, um, a J, uh, J, I forgot his name, um, Jones, that well, he used to be an NBA player, something Jones. He uh, he he basically said, you know, Devin Booker should be an All Star. So you kind of see him doing that, um, you know, kind of pitching to the media, hey, this guy should have been an All Star, kind of going to bat for his guy. Um, that he did get selected, and I agree with you. You know, I would be upset too as a Suns fan because again, you know, why is why is I know Lillard's really good too, but like why is Lillard in there and he's on a losing team? Why is Brandon Ingram in there and, and he's on a losing team? And you know, why isn't our guy Devin Booker out there? Because I mean, that's kind of the case. Like it's like these guys are putting up extraordinary numbers. They're really good team leaders. Their plus minus is really, really good. But again, you know, they're they're not they're not playoff teams right now as 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 we stand heading into the All Star game. So I could see that. I think one interesting wrinkle to watch is to watch the severity of Luka Doncic's um ankle injury because if he does have to miss. The the All-Star game, well, then, the, the, then uh, the commissioner would name a reserve, and that's maybe where you, you might see a little bit of sliver of hope for either DeMar DeRozan or Devin Booker uh, or any of those players that got snubbed, which I think those are the two players we're probably thinking about right now. Or if if the commissioner needs to name another All-Star, I think it's either going to be Booker or DeRozan, one of those two players. Yeah, I'm, I'm particular to DeRozan, though, you know, being his first fan. But I, I got nothing but love for Devin Booker. He, he's been a great young player for the course of, over the course of the last – 
couple years, and he's a fifth-year guard. He's averaging somewhere around 27.1 points. He's He has 6.4 assists, 4.1 rebounds, and he's shooting over 51% from the field. I mean, those aren't numbers yeah. that you're going to – you know, shake your head at and say, oh, he, he didn't deserve it. He did, you know, just like DeMar and some of the other players that we just named as well. But I think that maybe they need to do something as far as having a better voting system, you know, that you oh, need to get I, people I mean, in there. <laughs> I've been on there for you. I, I've honestly, I've been one of the people who's, it's almost like the playoffs. It's like, why why give the Eastern Conference certain seeds or, you know, what, below 500 teams? And it's going to kind of be the case for the West this year with the eighth seed, it looks like. Uh, but yeah, I, I've been about that too. It's just, Put the best 30 players or, or 24 players, whatever the number is. Like, just don't make it about conferences. Because, I mean, I, I I can definitely tell you, you know, I, I, w- I would put DeRozan and Devin Booker and some of these guys that missed it out west over some of these players out east that got picked uh, for the All-Star game easily. I mean, uh, so so I think that's always been an issue. And, and I do wish they would change it where it would just be the best players in the NBA, you know, the best, what, 30, tw- uh, 24 players, whatever, whatever the number they want to make it. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, just like they do with the All-NBA teams. Yeah, you know, there was one other thing that I wanted to point out real quick. What's going on with this NBA All-Star game? They wanted to pay uh, tribute to Kobe, of course, you know. But mm-hmm. the way that they released everything on, on Twitter earlier, I got to tell mm-hmm. you, man, that, that was just so confusing to me. I, I didn't understand what they were doing. Yeah, it was to me too. You know, I I got the I got the press release and I and I didn't want to just throw it out there on Twitter because I actually had to understand it myself. I had to literally like read <laughs> each little blurb. <laughs> yeah, there's like six little blurbs in it, and it tells you like each little rule and stuff. And and I was just like, and by the time I got to it, I was like, okay, this is interesting. You know, I get, it gets me excited. I actually want to watch it. So yeah, so the basic um the, the basic idea is you're gonna play three three quarters, and you're gonna start at zero every quarter. So let's say the first quarter ends at you know 24 to 20, and then the next quarter it's like 28 26, and then the next quarter it's like 25. 23 so then what they'll do is heading into the fourth they're going to add all the scores up and whoever's winning between the west i mean you know team lebron and team Giannis, they're going to put those exact numbers up so let's say it's like team Giannis 73 or i mean not yet 70 let's say it's team Giannis 100 and team lebron 90 okay so now whoever gets to the the, the next 24 points is going to win in terms of like team Giannis needs to get to 124 whereas team lebron they're, they're only at 90 they didn't make a huge gain not only get to they got to also from 90 get all the way up to 124 so that's kind of how it's going to work uh, you know, the team that has a huge deficit going into the fourth is going to really be disadvantaged in this new system. But I think I think I, I honestly think it's cool. I just like that they're honoring Kobe in some different way. Uh, and they're also still, um, you know, making the All-Star game a little bit more interesting. And, and, he, and um, I, I just like, yeah, like I said, I just like that it's going to be a little bit more competitive, especially in the fourth if we got a close matchup heading into the fourth. Yeah, I I, I like that. You know, it was just confusing. I'm like, what do, what do you yeah. got to do? What are you guys doing out here? You know, in the fourth quarter, you got to tally up everything from the first three. I'm just like, carry the one. I'm like, dude, I mean, I felt like that guy from uh, that little uh, gift that they use. What was that movie called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you know, um, yeah, yeah, I know what you're The Hangover, you yeah. know, where you see all those the numbers hangover, yeah. flying around. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, that, like, that was like that me. <laughs> that was me. I'm like, what? What are they yeah. doing? But, you know, regardless, yeah. I, I just feel like we just got to support, you know, the team moving forward as far i'm talking about the spurs even though we didn't get somebody named into the nba all-star game uh the spurs still have an inkling of hope where they can make the the playoffs i believe that i had put something out they had 36 games left on the season now with the win yesterday it's 35 games so now the team has to go 22 and 13 for the rest of the season in order to get to 43 wins 
now if they Oof, to me the magic tough. number is 43 wins and that's uh-huh. the the bare minimum bare minimum yeah. wins that might be needed to make that eighth spot in the west you think that's doable given the juggernaut that's coming up with the rodeo road trip plus the way the rest of the season is going to pan out what do you think paul uh yeah you I, i'm not i with the rotations the way they are i'm not optimistic that they're gonna even get close to that i think i mean 43 so like I, I would say maybe like 39 40 is like the best like with the with the current rotations that i see right now i i just think you know i'm a huge you know me joe i'm a huge stats guy a huge data guy and and sample size is big for me and, and we have so much data now that that these rotations these 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 pairings sometimes on the court aren't just aren't aren't working they're just not working you know you know the spurs have played they played some really good basketball in december and then even early in january they beat some really good teams and it doesn't matter they they revert back to to where they were uh, and again it's because they've been stuck in the 20s on defense they never make improvement on that side of the ball i know the offense has done a great job since december where lamarcus started shooting threes like i complimented DeRozan where he's starting to um you know attack the basket and get to the free throw line and create for everybody so the the offense is becoming more modern and i really like that it's, it's it's still really efficient they're in the top 10 uh it's the defense though i mean they've made no gains there i know they're slowly starting to get better in the paint but again they're still sacrificing all those threes and so until i see some sort of progress defensively which I have not seen now for 40 for 40 plus games. I, I just not as optimistic on this team right now. And, and, and a young team like the Grizzlies is, um, you know, they have more more to, they have more. Um, I guess you I guess you could say like like growth and, and like room for improvement because again these are young guys that that are getting thrown out in the fire and getting getting their chance to, to really improve in, in John Moran, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., some of their young guys like Dylan Brooks, and they're getting that experience. Whereas the Spurs, you know, some of their guys are, are you know either like you know Lonnie's constantly um you know not getting his his minutes. You we're starting to finally see Derek Ryan and Dejounte play together. And so it's kind of like just a, a different, you know, it, for me, the rotations have kind of told me that it, it just, uh, I, I don't believe in the data that, th- that this team can get that, that much better uh, of getting to like that 43 range, win range. Yeah, well, we're going to have to see what's going to happen as the, the season pans out. But I think it's doable. But like you mm-hmm. said, they're very inconsistent on the defensive front. And yeah. hopefully they can get better. I, I saw some improvements in this last game against the jazz but there goes the problem why does this why does this spurs team get up for big games you know against the upper echelon teams in the west or even in the east but then they can't dispatch a team like the chicago bulls you know they have problems with teams who have a below 500 record much like the san antonio Mm -hmm. spurs do but they can beat teams like the bucks you know, so yep. there's your inconsistency yep. uh, for everyone to see. So I'm right with you on there. I'm going to go ahead and give that glimmer of hope to the fans. I'm going to hang on to it as well. The Spurs have a, a slight possibility of making the, the playoffs. And if they do, I'd be ecstatic. I would think they exceeded all expectations, you know, if they can make the playoffs. But if they don't, I don't think any of us would be extremely disappointed. You know what I mean? It, it was no, to no, be expected. No. So. Yeah, no, I don't think this was to be expected. Well, I mean, it depends too, because like the the Vegas and stuff, and, and some of those other ones, even like the the, the team, they, they expected this team to be a playoff team, but yeah. like we're like more so like the statistical models, the math models, they did not see this team as they saw this team going exactly as they are right now, and so that's kind of where you're where you're seeing, you know, what the how do we evaluate this team? Because I think you're right, Joe. Where it's like last year's team is like, and like their full potential is kind of hidden in there somewhere, but it just never comes out night to night. Like you said, they beat the Jazz, they can beat the Bucks, the Raptors, all these different teams. But then on the, you know, they lost to Phoenix, then they lost to you know the Bulls, like you just mentioned. So, so it's there that really good team somewhere hidden in there. 
and there, but it just, like Paul mentioned, they're just so inconsistent. It just doesn't come out. And again, I attribute that a lot of that to the defense and, and with the rotations, it's just not going to happen. It, I mean, it hasn't been happening, should I say? Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and bring this uh, special episode of the, you know, Project Spurs, bringing you some breaking news here of DeMar DeRozan getting that 2020 NBA All-Star snub. Uh, but before we go ahead and end this, uh, where can they get a hold of you on social media and follow you and interact with you? Oh, I'm over at um, on Twitter. I'm at at Paul Garcia NBA, and then I also host the Spurs Cast over on ProjectSpurs.com. Yeah, he hosts a little podcast called the Spurs Cast, which is one of the longest running or the longest running Spurs podcast in the nation. So make sure you definitely go check out the latest episode yeah. of the Spurs Cast, and also check out the, all the great content that they have going on as far as Spurs coverage goes at ProjectSpurs.com, and also go ahead and check out Project Spurs Network com for all your local sports coverage in the San Antonio area, including San Antonio Rampage and the San Antonio FC, which our good friend Steven Anderson covers extensively. So make sure you go and check all that out. And you can also check out me and my little show that I do called Two Shots Podcast. And I'm also available on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So go ahead and check me out at Two Shots Podcast, all spelled out, T-W-S-H-O-T-S Podcast. And that's about all the time we have for today. So for Paul Garcia, I'm Joe Garcia. Thank you all for watching. And make sure that you go ahead and follow Project Spurs on Twitter as well. Not just Paul and me, but Project Spurs on Twitter. I forgot to mention that. So that's about all the time yeah, we have for, sure. for tonight's, <laughs> tonight's episode. So thank you guys for watching. And we'll see you all later. We're out. Peace.